to the Bethel Free Baptist Church weekly sermons. This is the morning service of Sunday the 24th of September 2017, entitled Gratitude is an Attitude, and the Bible reading is taken from Luke chapter 17 verses 11 to 19. Here's Brother Daniel Alexandru. In Romania we usually have um, Thanksgiving Day uh, sometime around this time, the end of September, first part of October. And uh, we really enjoy the day. We make donuts at the church. Wow. Fresh, hot. <laughs> we eat apples. We bring apples. We, we uh, bring cakes and uh, whatever. But, you know, I was the pastor that was doing, you know, the way I wanted here. I'm just, you know, filling in. So I hope I do the best I can today. So everyone will uh, enjoy this day and... Uh, Enjoy not looking at this uh, nice displays with uh, lots of things we receive from God, but um, give thanks from a grateful heart. That's what we, we need to be doing today. Give thanks. And not only today, believe starting today for the rest of our lives, giving thanks to the Lord. I invite you to stand and uh, open the Bible to the book of Luke chapter 17, Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, okay, starting with uh, verse 11, we'll be reading, uh, let's all stand please, giving the honor, uh, the reading of the Word of God, Luke 17, starting with verse 11 to verse 19, and it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourself unto the priests. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Amen. Let's pray again. Dear Lord, we just ask for your help in the following moments here around your word. And we pray that the Holy Spirit will move and our hearts will change our lives, our attitude, and will make us be more and more like Jesus. And be what he says. Thanks, givers. Help us to give thanks with a grateful heart for the rest of our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Have a seat, please. This is the Lord's Day, as we know. This is the day that the Lord has made. For us to come together in his house, 
and glorify His name for all He's done for us. And if we look around, He's done lots of things for us. But this day is a day to pause from our busy lives to give thanks back to God who deserves all our thanks. And we need to thank God for what He is, who He is, and what He's done for us. Gratitude means expressing thanks for someone or something. The title of my message is Gratitude is an Attitude. Gratitude is an Attitude. So, what is to live with an attitude of gratitude now? We have, a, we have a lot of things for which we should be thankful. We just don't take time to count them. And we sing a song, count your blessings one by one. And that is something we don't do too often. Amen? Yes, if you are honest, you say amen. Because we don't, <laughs> don't do it quite often. We kind of uh, count uh, the troubles. <laughs> Okay, the earthquakes, all the bad things that happen to us. And we forget to count the blessings. And we need to, if I were to give you a piece of paper and write the things you need, you'll fill out that paper in a moment. But if I ask you to turn the page and uh, count all the blessings, uh, it's going <laughs> to it's gonna take a, a while. <laughs> Right? You're struggling trying to count the blessings. Uh, what blessing? You know? That's because we take most of the things for granted. Amen? We don't take time to count them. And we take them for granted. We're too busy with our life. And we forget to thank God for all His blessings. And there are blessings Lots of blessings in our lives. We just need to pause and count them. Let's go to our text, Luke 17, from verse 11 to verse 19. Jesus is traveling, going to, some, to Jerusalem. And he runs into some people. How many of them were there? The Bible says there were 10 people. Normal people? No, they had a problem. What was their problem? Sickness. Their sickness was called leper. Leper is a disease. It's something serious, something bad, the bad stuff. It's not something like a new car, you want to have it. It's something you don't want to have it. You don't even think about it. Because sometimes when you think, the bad things, you're afraid that they will happen to you. So you don't even want to think about it. Want to think about a new car, yes. About a new baby, yes. <laughs> Healthy baby, of course. But we don't want to think about leper, about, you know, heart disease, liver disease. Where's the Romanian? He kept on calling me. I, did, uh, I had to, you know, interpret for him over the phone. Free. He, he bothered me, and I was like, oh, this guy really needs me, but he 
really bothers me. Whenever I, I had something to do, he was calling me. Oh, the doctor here wants to uh, tell me something I don't understand. The nurse here wants to tell me. He was in hospital. I was in my surgery, busy with my uh, job there. And um, the doctor says, uh, he's got a rare disease. What is that? Something with the liver. What exactly? Oh, he, he, he caught a, a bug from a dog. It's a rare disease. We don't know how to treat it right now, but we're trying to find out exactly how we can. And they ran all kinds of tests, MRIs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and they gave him some medication. So, you see, we are not looking for disease. But, you know, still comes because that's life here. This earth, uh, we have to go through troubles. And there are medical troubles, troubles we cause, others that cause them to us, and so forth. These people had this serious disease. It's a disease that, it's called leprosy. And it's a skin disease that causes the person to have sores all over their body. And... This disease would spread all over the body and worsen until eventually the person would be crippled by the pain and irritation. I remember when I was younger, my grandmother uh, knew a preacher that would go and preach to the lepers in a special place in Romania where only lepers would live. It was like a colony, but... You know, it was surrounded by fans with medical stuff there to treat them. And there was a preacher that would go and preach the gospel to them. And you know, these people here in the Bible, whenever normal people would approach them, they would say, Leper, leprosy, stay right there, don't get closer. Why? Because this disease is contagious. And this was the law. They were supposed to... Stay there, okay? And the lepers to shout out leprosy, leprosy, or leper, leper. It was not something that people would desire to have it. So, in other words, those lepers Jesus met uh, on his way to, Jer to Jerusalem were some kind of outcasts, people that were not desired in other people's homes or company. Okay? Not even close. Keep the distance. Keep the distance. They were pushed out of their homes, their cities, and they were forced to live with other lepers away from their normal life. You see, Jesus is coming to them. Jesus is getting closer to them. And when Jesus got close enough to them, it says in the midst of Samaria, Samaria okay, and Galilee, in a certain village, they lifted up their voices. Verse 13, they lifted up their voices. That means they started shouting. Crying loud, Jesus, 
Master, have mercy on us. What did they do? They shouted. And they asked Jesus something. What was that they were asking? Have mercy, mercy. Remember the, the thief on the cross that asked for something from Jesus? The other one, no. But one of them asked for mercy. These people, these outcasts were asking for mercy. In other words, they were asking for healing. That's what they needed. They didn't want to be outcasts anymore. They didn't want to be away from their families anymore. They didn't want to be away from their jobs anymore, from their friends anymore, for their loved ones. They wanted to have a normal life. Don't you want to have a normal life? Of course you do. We all do. We all want normal lives. Not abnormal. When you go and run a test on your blood and says abnormal, <gasps> I'm normal. I need to do something to fix this one. And make it normal. So these people were abnormal and they wanted to become what? Normal. They went to Jesus and they asked for mercy. Oh Jesus, oh master, have mercy on us. They wanted to be able to live with their families. That's why they asked for mercy, for healing. They wanted to go back and do a normal job. Work with their hands. That's what God said in the Garden of Eden. He told Adam to work with his hands. To do something. When you don't do anything. Strange ideas come to your mind. And you start doing bad things. God wanted man to be busy. Doing some kind of work. Amen. And he wanted the woman to be busy doing. Making children right. Doing things in the family, around the family, or her husband, and so forth. So these people wanted to, to go back to their families, wanted to go back to their work, wanted to go back to their friends. What is life without friends? Yes, sometimes women want to be alone. But just for a short time. <laughs> Not too much. That's why Brother Peter goes to play golf on Mondays, right? Or what's that? That's something else anyways. Because he doesn't want to be alone. Amen. He wants to be with the family. But not all the time with the family. He wants to be with some friends. Like you know. Women want to be with men and play football or golf or something. Okay. This is a normal life. It's not abnormal. <laughs> and ladies want to be with ladies so they can talk and talk. And <laughs> Amen. It's normal for them. Amen. <laughs> it's normal to talk. It's normal. Amen. I don't hear amens. I'm trying to get an amen from ladies, but it's hard, so hard. I need to, to try harder. It's normal for them to talk. Amen. It's normal. Finally. Okay. <laughs> so these guys, these men, want in a normal life. So they go to Jesus and say, Jesus, have mercy. Heal us. Look at us. Look at our state we live in. It's a miserable life. We don't want that. Look at Jesus. What's his answer? We see these people going to Jesus asking for healing. And we look at Jesus. And we see Jesus. And we see his response. 
And when he saw them, verse 14, he said unto them, Go show yourselves unto the priest. It's not exactly what they were expecting from him. I think they were expecting like, be healed and go back to whatever you want. Family, friends, work, and so forth. But Jesus says, go show yourselves unto the priests. Wow. There was a certain rule. As lepers, they were supposed to see the priests. But there is something else involved in here. Jesus wanted them to have faith in him. Remember about uh, the miracle when Jesus turned water into wine? What did Mary say? What, do whatever he says. Do whatever he says. If he says, go there, go there. If he says, bring a jar, a big one, bring it. If he says, fly, try. <laughs> if he says, jump, jump. I mean, whatever he says. Doesn't matter if it, it sounds crazy for you. God knows what he's doing. Amen. It might sound crazy for you if he says jump. You should say how high Lord. Amen. Because I want to jump. If you say jump, jump. That's what I'm going to do. So Jesus says go and show yourselves to the priest. What did they do? I'm glad they did that. Because it shows faith. They went. So simple. Oh Jesus said. Go. Here we go. When Jesus said go. In Matthew chapter 28. How many of us went? Go and tell others about Jesus. Preach the gospel. Baptize them and teach them. How many went? Hmm. Just a few. All of them went. Amen. They all went. And what happens? Look. As they went as they went not as they stayed as they went while they were going to show themselves to the priest they got healed they were cleansed of their uncleanness they were with a disease not anymore they were not anymore why? Because Jesus healed them. This is nice. It's been nice so far. <laughs> the part that is a little bit abnormal now is this. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified. One out of ten comes back to Jesus. This is abnormal. And Jesus says, this is how Jesus feels about what's going on now. And uh, in his tone, I can sense a little bit of a disappointment. Because Jesus says, Wait, were there not ten cleansed? I thought I healed ten. And I see only, only one. What's going on here? Where are the nine? All of them, all ten, were healed of a horrible disease called leprosy. Jesus is the one that made the way for them to return to their jobs, families, loved ones, whatever they had. But only one came back to say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. How many nowadays do you see jumping up saying, Thank Jesus! Thank you, Jesus! Crazy. What's wrong with you? Under the roof there is a problem. Right? <laughs> there is no problem when you thank Jesus. Just thank Jesus. Because he deserves all our thanks. This guy, this man, only one, only this one came back to Jesus saying, Thank you, Jesus. Why not ten? Why only one? They are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. Oh, oh. and this is a stranger. Isn't that strange? Out of ten, only one comes back and he is a stranger. Probably a Samaritan. Stranger. Only one. But this only one is mentioned here as a man living with a Attitude of gratitude. He is a living example. He is living with this attitude of gratitude. Only one out of ten. All of them healed. All of them received, received the same treatment from Jesus Christ. The same healing. They all got healed. But only one comes back. Comes back to say thank you, Jesus. And look at the attitude of gratitude he's got. Where does he position him himself to say thank you, Jesus? Hmm? Can you see in the Bible? Low, low. Where? Where exactly? The lowest place at the feet of Jesus. And fell down, verse 16, on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. Giving him thanks. And this stranger is a... Oh, oh. The Bible is clear now. He's a Samaritan. One who is not considered to be a man, but a dog. And this dog comes back. In the Jewish mentality... Samaritan was a dog. And Jesus says, look, this stranger comes. This one, you call him dog. Where are the other nine? Maybe they are the business, the families, back to uh, what they love, you know. Their lives, normal lives. Very good. But shouldn't Jesus receive his thanks from them? Shouldn't they? They come and say, thank you, Jesus. Is it so hard to come to Jesus' feet and say, thank you, Jesus? What's so, so hard about that? I mean, this dog, this Samaritan, this stranger. Because Jesus says, they are not found that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. He calls him stranger. This stranger can come and fall on his knees and on his face uh, at my feet and say, Thank you, Jesus, and all those nine. And probably, we are not sure, but probably they're all Jews. Real people, right? Real people. Real stature. <clears throat> I'm a real Brit, right? I don't bow 
before anybody. Uh oh. I know a preacher. It's a big preacher. Like, not, I'm medium, a big one. Okay. So he goes to uh, Siberia, North Siberia, Norinsk. If you heard about Norinsk, where there is uh, two seasons uh, in the year. A light season and a dark season. I mean, six months light, six months dark. And the wind blows ah, hard, okay? Only strong, mighty winds blow there. So when he first goes there, he wants to cross a street. And he, he sees others crawling like this to cross the street. He says, no, no, no. I cannot cross the street like that. I'm a man. I'm a real man. I can cross on my feet. Guess what happens? When the wind blew, and he blew him to the wall. <laughs> and when he hit that wall, he says, Get down. This is the wisest decision to get down. So he got down on his knees. He crawled the street. When you feel you are strong, just wait, because God will prove you the other way. Doesn't matter the muscles you have, money you have, the position you have. It's like the king in the Bible, Nebuchadnezzar. I don't know how exactly pronounce it in English, Nebuchadnezzar, right? Something like that. When he thought he was strong, God brought him down with the animals. He ate with the animals. Hair grew on his skin. Until one day when God decided to bring him back. Why? Because he was so proud. He couldn't bow. Okay, not bow. God will help you <laughs> to bow, okay? <laughs> He'll give you a hand. No worries. You don't have to wait too much, too long. He'll help you. Just wait and see. Just like this preacher. You don't want to crawl. He's a man. Not for too long. <laughs> no, amen. Just for a short time. Just enough to realize that he still needed help from the Lord. So where are the nine? The real ones? The strong ones? Jesus sees only one man with a grateful heart. Attitude of gratitude. After all he's done for them. For all of them, God didn't choose one and send away the other nine. He chose all of them to heal them. They all received the same treatment. They all got whole, but only one came back with thanksgiving in his heart. He was so thankful because God has changed his life. And for us. God has done so many things. And so many times we forget to count the blessings. We forget to come to the house of the Lord and praise His name. We pray and we say, pray for me. I have this trouble, this trouble, this trouble. But how about giving praise to the Lord first before we ask for things? How about thanking the Lord for what you already got from Him? And we got health. Oh, you may say it's not 100%. Who's got 100%? <laughs> Nobody. Oh, we're well. Praise the Lord. We have eyes. We sang a song about 
praising the Lord. We have eyes, we have a mouth, we have nose, and they all work. 99%, 98%, 92%, 60%, 70%. <laughs> yeah, but they work. The feet work. A lady came to me yesterday saying, Oh, you know, I cannot walk too long. I think I'm going to fall. And I says, because she's Romanian, she asked me to come to the surgery. She said, okay, come to the surgery. I will speak with the doctor. I'll book you an appointment. Then we'll see what we can do for that. You know, I can book you an appointment with the Lord. How about that? Huh? I'll speak with the Lord about your problem. But don't forget, before you ask the Lord, you need to bless his name. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be time. And this is the first part of the prayer. It's not the last. When we start our lives, we should start with praises. Hallowed be thy name. Blessed be thy name. Praise the Lord for he is good. He's done so many things for me. He loves me. He provides for me. Look at the food here. So many people nowadays don't have this food. Have you watched? Dominic Republic, after the hurricane, people were in need of food. They didn't have food. And they were waiting for other governments to send aircrafts with food. They're waiting in queues there for, for food to come so they can buy. There's no food. We have it. Look. It's not only here. It's in our fridges too. Amen? And in this country, food is no problem. No problem with the food, is it? Is the problem? No? Do we forget to stop and thank you, Lord, for this food? Go like. <laughs> I think I have a stomachache now. I ate too fast <laughs> and too much, right? <laughs> Doctors say you need to uh, chew at least 60 times before you swallow. <laughs> oh, 60 times? You gotta be kidding me, huh? I wanna eat, I wanna enjoy my food. Enjoy it now and later. If you chew it 60 times, you'll enjoy it later. If not, you'll scream later. And call any, right? <laughs> no. God has done so many things for us. He provides for us every day. He protects us. He guides us. And most importantly, He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, to die for you and for me at Calvary. He did that. He did it. And because of all that God has done for us, we should respond with an attitude of gratitude, just like this Samaritan, just like this stranger. We need to have an attitude of gratitude. God deserves that. Let's say together this. I'm going to say it first, and then let's all say the same thing. Because of all that God has done for us, we should respond with an attitude of gratitude. One, two, three. Because of what that God has done for us, we should respond with an attitude of gratitude. Let's say it again. Because of what that God has done for us, we should respond with an attitude of gratitude. And one more time to be the holy number, okay? Because of all that God has done for us, we should respond with an attitude of gratitude. Amen. From the bottom of your heart. Amen. This is what we need. Amen. Amen. 
We need it. And that means this. We need to live in a way that shows thankfulness to God for all that he has done. All he has done. We should take time in our day to thank him when he protects us, guides us, or simply reminds us of his life. Even if we go through troubles. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I will fear not, even for thou art with me. You see, we have a reason. Even in the valley of the shadow, shadow of death, okay? We have a reason to thank God for thou art with me. Amen? He will never leave you, nor forsake you. And say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, as often as possible. Thank you, Lord. For everything. Thank you Jesus. For food. Clothes. For my job. For my family. For salvation. For this church. For air. We breathe air. For water. We drink water. For these eyes I can't see. Thank you Jesus. Thank you. I hope we will all leave this place. With that attitude of gratitude. And never forget to thank Jesus for everything. Let's bow our heads. And pray. Dear Lord. We want to close this time here giving you thanks for Jesus Christ, firstly. He died for all of us. I know if there's anybody here that is not saved, but Lord, if there is one, you touch that heart, Lord, with your love, with your spirit, with your wind, Lord. And give them courage to come to repentance and put their trust in you and, and realize you, you've done so many things for them, especially on the cross. Salvation is free. Oh Lord, for the Christians here, I pray that we we'll all have this attitude of gratitude. We we'll all thank you for everything. Even if we go through the troubles of life, when we are in the valley of shadow of death, help us to be thankful. Because Star Wars with us. You are with us. You will never leave us, Lord. We have so many things to be grateful for. Help us to be grateful. And Lord start this with me. With my heart. Because everything comes from the heart. And you are in my heart. I know that. Because years ago. Four years ago. Been so many years Lord. Less than 14 to be honest. But so many years Lord. 30 some years. Been in my heart Lord. And I, I've wrong so many times Lord but you still love me still care for me still provide for me Lord help me to be grateful to live with this attitude of gratitude every day of my life Lord the devil is trying to make us be unhappy Christians the ones that mourn and complain all the time but Lord through your spirit and and your word of God Lord help us be grateful all the time. To find reasons to be thankful for. And help us to see more people saved, Lord. This is the greatest thing we can see. People saved. Newborn Christians. Help us to teach them to love you and serve you. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.